episode 44 of the OG's podcast with Harry Mays, Jason Mertides. And I'm just going to tell you right out of the gate, Harry. Yeah. You're probably going to say OG's because of either something I say or my wife did multiple times on this podcast. Is that so right? Bet the over. All right. Take the over. <laughs> Slam I mean, it. What are, what are we setting it at? Two and a half? Yeah, yeah. I'd say All that's right. a really that, that's probably that's probably a good line. Yeah, I'd probably take the over though on that because I kind of I kind of have an idea what's coming. Yeah, actually, <laughs> your you. your latest uh, um, form of entertainment. That's uh, one of them. Yeah, it is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jesus, I stayed to her last night. I'm like, I got to run to Wawa. I got to get. I had to pick up something to drink at like this is at like nine thirty. I'm like, do you want anything? She's like. Yeah, the usual. I go, well, what's the usual? You know, sometimes yeah. for, you, for a snack, you want a Caramello. Other times you want a Twix. Other times you want like a, a, a bag of chips. Uh-huh. I don't know what the, the usual is. She goes, you know. And she goes, the Starbucks. She meant to say Starburst. Oh. And I'm like, oh, jeez. <laughs> she is fucking done. Wow. <laughs> wow. And she just starts Starburst? Laughing. I yeah. mean... The only people that eat Starburst are people that get high. Yeah, well. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and, and the fact that she goes, all cocky, too. Like, you know what I want? The Starbucks. And I'm like, huh? What? And she's like, oh, shit. <laughs> I meant the Starburst. She pulled and then the we get the, and so I make her come with me, Har. Uh-huh. And I go, we're trying to find the, the Starburst. I'm trying yeah. to find it. She goes, no, I don't want Starburst. I want Skittles. <laughs> like, what? What? Oh, like geez. that's what I meant. Oh my god! I'm like this right wife there. of mine. Wow! I was looking for a post office somewhere to ship her. Jesus! <laughs> Is there a UPS driver in this parking lot? Wow! An empty box. Wow! Let's ship her pack. Yeah. My goodness. There's a whole other thing about a salad too, which we'll get to. Okay. Good. Oh, Jesus! Uh, what's been going on for the week? Uh, well, I'm doing a lot of shows. Did uh, my show this morning with Aton, and uh, about ready to go over and uh, hit some golf balls, play a little golf. Well, you're you're relentless with the golf in this weather too, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to toughen myself up mentally. All right, is actually what I'm trying to do. And plus, so you, I've I got nothing else to do. You yeah. know, the old lady's over there now. Is um, that right? She's yeah. over there hitting balls right now, Harry. She's out playing. Yeah, she's walking. Uh, a uh, dude, you could we could have done the podcast at a different time so you and the Lima could get out there and strike. No, we got you. a party to go to later today that we're uh, in Bucks County. So, um, and she's got other stuff to do. So now, how's the Lima hitting them these days, Har? Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. She's improved quite a bit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And and does she love it too, like you do, Harry? She loves it more than me. No, come on, son. Yeah, not possible. No, it is possible. Take yes. take that. I've back. seen it. I'm not, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> I'm not no kidding. shit. She's more addicted than me. What yeah. is that? Because she got into it later. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I wow. know. Maybe it just gets her away from me. I don't know. Who I'll knows? tell you. I got to tell you. You've done such a great job of attaching yourself and integrating yourself into the sports. You know the consciousness of the sport in this area. Because I saw yesterday. Mm. I saw Lulu Country Club put out a tweet. Be sure to watch the latest episode of Inside Golf TV. Yeah, with with Harry Donahue, right? Uh, yourself, yeah. Uh, at Lulu nineteen twelve, it's nineteen club twelve club, correct? Yeah, yeah. Lulu Country Club, correct? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I nice see some spot. 
I see some it looks beautiful. I see some photos here mm-hmm. from inside the uh, country club of the yeah. shoot that it's you brand guys new were doing. Clubhouse they got. The old one burned down. Oh, really? This is and, a new and, clubhouse? Yeah, and the club was almost like done. Like they were they only had like 80 some members um this is just, you know, a couple years ago. And then the clubhouse burned down. And now they've got like close to 700 members, I think. No. And a brand new club. I swear to God, it's it's been an unbelievable transformation that has gone on over there. And it's a classic Donald Ross course built back in 1912, the same year that uh, William Flynn built my golf course, which is the 1912 club. So, yeah, good old school place. What? So you they can go from 80 members, yeah. burn down the clubhouse, build a new one to 800 plus. Almost, wow. eight, like, I think 700 plus members i think they've got holy cow yeah. who's the marketing guy over there crazy genius yeah that's fantastic how was they, the, got, uh... they got simulators inside a couple of simulators oh yeah the guys are in there while we were recording you know knocking back drinks and you know hitting balls on the simulator yeah great spot um how was the show good yeah we just what, what we do or what i'm a part of is every inside golf episode has like the last five to eight minutes of the half hour is called teed off and it's just a separate segment. So we record several of these and then they just plug them into the episodes as they go. Okay. So it's just the teed off segment. So this is you just ranting a little bit cause you're teed well, off. Yeah. Well, Harry, no, not, it's not like that. It's, it's, it's just kind of a play on words, but Harry comes up with some topics and then he rolls out a one. You guys question. bat him around. Yeah. 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 Okay. And Harry Donahue does a great job as well. Oh yeah, he was on uh, fire. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think he's uh, on medication uh, for his knee. He got a knee replacement, oh. and I think he was I think he was dipping into the uh, to the meds because he was into lit. the Vicodin. Yeah, he was lit, man. It was oh, great. that's great. Yeah. I wish we had outtakes and or like behind the scenes footage that we could air because that was just hilarious. Wow, can we get Harry Donahue on this podcast, Harry? Oh, yeah. Or is this well, well beneath? <laughs> no, it's, it, you know, he would definitely do it. He would definitely do it. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you go, "I'd love to have like Jim Gardner on," right? But this podcast is not even on the floor of an elevator that reaches the level of class that he needs to get up to. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah. Jim Gardner would probably. I mean, he wouldn't even return your call. No, you know, not for this anyway. Although he's rather opinionated lately. Oh yeah, much more sports opinions, Harry. Hmm. So that I mean, you never know. Right. Can hold out some hope. Um, I was watching the news yesterday. Actually, I wasn't. My wife was. I don't ever turn it on. But Matt O'Donnell, I saw like a promo for him, and he's I, he's starting to look a little older. Like oh, he yeah? had some gray, and I said, "God damn it!" And she's like, "What?" And I go, "Matt O'Donnell's starting to look old." Wow. Because. I, I think we're all the same age, and yeah, I'm like, Jesus similar. Christ! Did he look like the pup forever? Mm-hmm. Now he's starting to look old. You know what that means? We're all fucking old. Oh yeah. God damn! And I was pissed. Yeah. Well, I I <laughs> described myself as the other day, in fact, this week, as being in my late fifties. Now think wow. about Wow. Late fifties. You know, I'm not even in mid fifties anymore. It's late. Okay, 50s. so what? That, that's uh, fifty-seven then, right? Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Yes. When was your birthday, Harry? June. Okay. Oh, so I'm halfway to 58. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, I'm halfway to 58. Okay. So, yeah, you're... Yeah, I guess you got to... I, I wouldn't go full-blown late 50s yet. Mm. I'd still say... I'm 57 and a half. I think that's late 50s, no? 
Yeah, but you got to be 58 to say late. Oh, okay. All right. Well, if I, a couple if, I go, how old are you? you go, oh, I'm late 50s. I, I go, really? You go, yeah. yeah, 57. I'll be 58 in June. I go, no, you're not late 58. Not in late 50s yet. <laughs> now, Joe Rafino in the chat says, what do you think about Croatia and Brazil at the barn right now? What barn? Well, they were at halftime last I looked, and it was a nil-nil tie. In the world, in soccer, it yeah. was a nil-nil tie. Yeah. Shocking! Can you believe that? Holy nil-nil! I mean, Jesus! <laughs> no, but this this Brazil team is a wagon. Oh, yeah, My they're goodness, great! That one All... guy with the with the dyed blonde hair, not Neymar. Everybody knows who Neymar Dude, is. Maradona. No, the other. Guy... <laughs> no, no, the other guy. He actually plays, I think, for Tottenham in the Premier League. Okay, he is unbelievable. Ooh. I saw him make a play in the previous round, where he he lets he lets the ball just bop on his head a couple times. Then he kicks it to another guy before it hits the ground and then runs. It was like a designed play. Like that obviously they did in their training in their training. And it was like almost like a give and go in basketball. Yeah. And he scores the goal. It was unbelievable. I like mean a little like two man game. The, the skill that some of these guys have. I mean they're all amazing. They're the best in the world. But to watch that play, like I'm not a big soccer guy at all. I don't pretend to be, but I really appreciated that skill level. Unbelievable. Yeah. Be- because we've all grabbed a soccer ball and kicked it around, and we all know that feeling of no control. Mm. Like, it's very hard to have a supreme feeling of control with, with your just your feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, these guys, what they're able to do, the amount of control and yeah. movement and, you know, the w- the way they can control with the speed they can and play it's not at. even unreal just, it's not even just doing it it's doing it with a guy trying to take the ball away from you yeah like standing at full speed space. yeah yes it's, it's, it's really incredible yeah, i wish I mean, there was more scoring though yeah me too yeah um you know every sport in america it's the impatient world we want more yeah. scoring in baseball we want more home runs right. we want more scoring in basketball which is why you made some changes to get more scoring mm-hmm. same thing in the nfl protecting the quarterback not letting you jam the receivers and all yeah. those things hockey they i mean fuck they shrank the equipment of the goaltender mm-hmm. <laughs> right yeah. in a sport where they shoot a puck 100 miles an hour they made it less safe for that guy just so they could score right right <laughs> But that and that's the one reason why soccer won't ever really truly grab on here, Harry. I, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, maybe it's, they should just make the net bigger. If they make I mean, it any fucking seriously. bigger, it's going to be the whole end zone of a stands. <laughs> I mean, the net is enormous. <laughs> I mean, first of all, here's the deal. There's a couple things reasons why I think it's it'll never get to that massive level like it is in Europe and overtake the four majors here. One because it'll never overtake hockey because people say that all the time and it's still guys it's not even close not even the Union in Philadelphia. The Flyers could win four games in a row and they would outdraw the Union in clicks and everything else mm-hmm. in one week than what yeah. the Union would get in a year. And I love the Union. It's not a shot at them, but it's just the reality. Number one, Harry, the problem is, is the resolution of a game is that shootout or well, penalty kicks, and yeah. there's no way to fix that I love you the can't play forever. Kicks. I love the penalty kicks. The Could drama you, in the penalty kick round is incredible. It is, but do you want a championship decided on something as donkey as that when a well, net is enormous? You've already played 90 minutes game. plus two 15-minute overtimes. I mean, Christ, how much how much can you play? I know, but you want the, the resolution of a sport, uh, certainly for a championship, 
to resemble the sport. Mm. And I don't know that a shootout resembles the sport. This is the guy I'm talking about, if you can see it. Richarlson, I think is his name. Okay. He goes by, you know, that's one thing that's cool about soccer guys, is that mm-hmm. the real good ones go by just one name. Yeah. Think Messi. about it. Fucking Pele. Messi. Now, like, ever since I was a kid, that was the first soccer guy I ever heard of was Pele. Mm-hmm. I think he was playing for the New York Cosmos, which was like the precursor league to the MLS. It was like a you know a brand new league in the United United States in the seventies, and of course they get the old broken down players from you know the bigger leagues in the world, which they still are doing, yeah, uh, to a lesser degree. But Pele played for the New York Cosmos, and I'm like, that's the first soccer guy I ever heard of. And now he's I, apparently he was in a hospital, I think, and may still be. He's he's on in years and yeah. not doing so well. But yeah, Rich Charleston, this guy is freaking slick. Yeah, tell you. he plays for Tottenham. Now I see on the chat here, not certain that this is out yet. This is from Buck Rogers, retired adult star Lisa Ann, who is a friend of the show, a friend of mine, investigated by the feds for cyber terrorism and banking fraud. What? Cyber terrorism? Oh my God! What is that? What does that constitute? Does that mean you you sent a tweet uh, threatening somebody? I mean, what what is that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, um, this isn't the first time I've Googled Lisa Ann. Well, of course not. But, <laughs> and this is all alleged, by the way. I don't. I'm not, you know, saying I don't trust Buck Rogers. But yeah. what is this? What is this all about? Well, that was the show. Um, let's see here. Uh, I'm just getting. You, you type in Lisa Ann, so much comes well, up. Well, yeah, not of even, course. Not even just that. Just so many people named Lisa right. Ann. <laughs> I mean, she used to do our show uh, back. Yeah, in the she day was our uh, fantasy football. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, joke. All right, yeah, the jokes are rolling in. Yeah, now. we don't. We don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need that. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Now, are we classing this show up Harry? no no we're not we're good we're dumbing we're dumbing it down actually can uh, it get dumber can yeah. it go down any further but i gotta tell you about wealth advisory services before we get any dumber okay because these guys are not dumb they're smart and if you don't know them you should paul dave and the entire team over at wealth advisory services they've got over a hundred years of first class service working with all different levels of investors across the country and there's something more powerful than luck or coincidence that will bring financial independence it's called planning and as professionals dedicated to continuing education and a high standard of ethics they leave nothing to chance at Wealth Advisory Services. They coordinate with other trusted pros to ensure seamless management of your assets and services that range from portfolio management, insurance, tax, estate, retirement planning, and beyond. They're in Bucks County, PA, and Cape May, New Jersey. WealthAdvisoryServices.com, a personalized approach to managing your wealth. There you go. Yeah. Um, real quick, um, I, I jumped over to Jersey yesterday mm-hmm. to at last Why? minute— we, <laughs> we were discussing uh, – I was discussing with the guys from Nasty Knuckles podcast. Okay. Riley Cote and Derek Settlemeyer, um, you know, to, to do to do like a joint pod. Like I – we do it together, and they mm-hmm. use it, and I use it for stick to hockey and the whole thing. Right. And they had, a, they had a guest call out, you know, cancel last minute yesterday, so I j- jumped over to Jersey – to uh, Nasty's house is where they shoot it in the garage in the studio he's got, and uh, hung out with those guys yesterday. Mm-hmm. And How was that? Um, it was great. Those guys are awesome. 
you know, I was thinking about this, Har. Um, there's a lot of good local podcasts. Mm-hmm. I think sports radio in Philadelphia fucking blows. Like, well, I'm I over. Try- it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and I I'm try over. and listen, and I can't. I don't try to listen. Yeah, are you done yeah. with that now? No, yeah, I haven't listened in, in forever. Yeah, I, I, I just, I have no, there's no reason for me to. Yeah, th- that's where I. Anytime I have my I own opinions on, on sports. I don't need anybody else's. Yeah, and anytime <laughs> I turn it on, I'm just like, I'm disappointed. Yeah, I may catch a segment here and there and go, okay, that was okay, mm-hmm. or I didn't turn it off, so it, it was. I guess it was passable. And and this sounds like I'm bitter. Whatever, I don't give a fuck. I'm not bitter. Um, but I just so disappointed. But there's so many good Philadelphia sports or hockey or whatever podcasts that come out of this city. Yeah. Like you guys do the great one. You guys do it Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays uh, with Aton. And, That's and, all gambling. Yeah. yeah. See, but like I don't want to turn on the radio to hear about the 12 and 12 Sixers when I want to go. I want to hear about you know, the Eagles this weekend, or I want to hear about a great play in the NFL where I can make some money. Mm-hmm. I'll go to your podcast, and in 15 minutes, right. I'll be fucking served. Right. Yeah, it's 15, 20 minutes tops. Yeah, and that's yeah. And I'm in, out, done. Right. And I got exactly what I tuned in for. And that's the thing. I can tune in for that. Right. You know what I mean? This other thing of throwing a dart into a dartboard and hoping they're going to be talking about something I like. Like, have you heard any conversation about the Sixers? Uh, Does anybody even care about them this year? Well, the only people that really want us to care about the NBA is ESPN because yeah. they're, they're invested in it. Okay. Well, they're ESPN you, you would think it was the bigger sport than football if you watch ESPN. Because mm-hmm, they're you more know? invested in the, in the rights yeah. deal. But really, nobody cares, even the people that like it, until maybe January, February is when people might get dialed. After football. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, a lot of things get overshadowed when the football team's 11-1. and one. Mm-hmm. Right, I get it, and you've got a, a bona fide um, MVP candidate in this quarterback in Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. So I get a lot gets overshadowed, but boy, I've never seen it where you could have players like Harden and Embiid, and mm-hmm. they seem so far off the reservation of people's conscious mind. I know the Flyers are, and I, I get it. They are well, I mean, not also a good team. Harden was hurt for a while; he just came yeah. back. And Maxie's hurt now. So it's just like, you know, you know, you're just with the NBA, with the Sixers, you're just holding, hoping that the big guy can stay vertical. Yeah, but you've season. been through enough years of this, Harry, where you're almost like, if he can do anything, fine. It'll be great. Yeah. But I don't expect it anymore. Get me past the second round of the playoffs, for God's sake. Yeah. Th- and then ring me up, as they yeah. say in old terms. Then ring yeah. my phone. Yeah. I think a lot of people are almost just like, all right, whatever. I'm kind of done with it now. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, you have another problem. When they head to the playoffs, playoff time, it's also time for the baseball season to start. Right. And as much as I've ripped baseball and ripped the Phillies over the years, give them full fucking credit. Yeah. Because they go out, and somehow they get this guy, Trey Turner. Trey Turner, yeah. Paying him less money than he would have got on the open market. Why did he come for less money? Uh, Bryce Harper? I think, you know, well, Bryce Harper is a big part of it. I mean, they were friends ever since they played together in Washington. But, um, you know, I I don't know. I think this is – you talk about sort of a magnet type of franchise. I think the Phillies are now one of those 
franchises where guys are looking around saying, hey, it looks kind of fun what they got going on over there. They're, they went to the World Series. Um, nobody thought that, that you know they were going to do that. And they look like a group that really likes playing with one another. Yeah. Uh, the owner looks like he's spending unlimited amounts of cash. So uh, I might want to look over there as opposed to a couple years ago where you're like, nah, Phillies, what? Can I give you two more reasons? Go ahead. W- one is the fans, and two is – and a, a general manager or president, whatever you want to call it, Dave Dombrowski, that is able to sell his vision. Mm. I think when you get a player to take less money to come somewhere, it's because they've bought into the vision of what that owner or GM has presented. Mm. All these guys want to win. They're going to get a ton of money. And he's still going to get a ton of money, even though I think he left, what, like $40 million on the table total. But I think he bought into the vision and... These guys are not oblivious to the vibe that was going on at Citizens Bank Park. Yeah, these it was a vibe. I know that's an overused term these yeah, days. That was a vibe, but there was a <laughs> that was a vibe. Yeah, <laughs> it really was. Wasn't there a band called the Vibe, Harry? Was there? I know there. There was the Verve. Yeah, the Verve sang Bittersweet Symphony. Exactly. The Vibe. I thought. I thought there was a band called the Vibes. Mm. Um, I'm looking it up now. I'm pretty sure, and then I think they had a hit. Um, no, that was the Tubes. <laughs> the Tubes. Remember the band, the Tubes? Well, yeah, they were. I think they were a San Francisco band, weren't they? It, probably. And uh, they had that. She's a beauty. Yeah, she's a beauty. It was about a going One to a, a strip joint. Going to a. It was about going to a strip joint. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, but look at the so, wor- so, think about the words. So I, I think those two things. This huger, larger-than-life NFL entity in an 11-1 football team coupled with with the, the shoehorns of sports in any town are NFL and Major League Baseball. Mm. They're the bookends, right? Pretty much. And when yeah. those bookends, one of them is 11-1 <laughs> and has a young quarterback that's so likable, and then the other bookend is your summertime baseball with not only a really good team, but a really fun team. Yeah. And here's the thing, too. Baseball is changing their rules. Finally. A guy like Turner it could end up with 35 to 45 stolen bags, Harry. Mm-hmm. He can run. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a T-shirt out uh, already about his slide that indicates like him, him sliding across the chest of, your, of this T-shirt. Because he's got this oh. wave that he slides where he goes down and then he pops right back up. Yeah, springs up, springboards. Yeah, yeah. it's like a yeah. signature. <laughs> that so, and I mean, over 300. So, so the point of all that, though, is this, is that the two winner teams, one of which I work for, mm-hmm. and the Sixers, the Flyers and the Sixers, they've got their work cut out for them, man. you got to yeah. earn everything you get today. No doubt. You really do. And I, I just have been really kind of like blown away that I just haven't seen or heard, you know, being out or at places or, you know, you know how it is when we go to like a Wawa and somebody sees us and knows us, they, ah, what do you think about, Bubba? you know? Yeah. I haven't heard the Sixers word uttered in a long time. Very strange. No, you're right. You're right. Very strange. You're right. Uh, now, I, Joey B is just going off. as Jesus, I know. He's emptying chat. the clip. He's emptied the clip on Deion Sanders, which you know has now accepted the job to coach the University of Colorado Buffaloes. 
who are an abysmal college football program. Uh, Colorado. Terrible. And um, I saw the, the, him meeting with the players. I don't know if you saw this. Yeah, I did. He, he has, puts them all in the, you know, their little auditorium where they watch film and stuff. And he's up in front of these guys basically telling them, go to the transfer portal. Because I'm bringing in studs. Like, yep. You guys, you guys stink. Yeah. So Get if you want to leave, by all means, hit the portal. Yep. Because there's not going to be not going to be a home here for you. Right. Right. Yep. I'm and, prime and, time bringing in big dogs. Oh, I know. And, and he's bringing in his son. He's going to probably be the quarterback. Who's the quarterback at Jackson State? But the funny thing is is you hear some of these guys react to it in, in the media, the sports media, and they're all offended by this. Like, oh, Dion, what he should have done, you, you typically go and try to, you know, re-recruit your guys and show them, like, you know, hey, you guys, you guys are going to get better with me. But, but no, screw you. They're terrible, okay? He they doesn't stink. believe in them as recruits. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, come on. Can't yeah. we have any tough language anymore? No, any reality? No. No, we can't. No. Everybody's got to be so nice. Yeah. It's so annoying. My goodness. Yeah. I mean, you can't yell at anybody on the road anymore. No. Nothing. No. I don't subscribe to any of it, but <laughs> unbelievable. So, I got this letter um, the other day, a week ago, from my uh, homeowners association. Okay. Like the I HOA here? I live in a townhouse, you know, development, mm-hmm. right? So you pay a certain fee every month. I don't even know what it is. And they do certain things for you. Like they do a really nice job when it snows, they come and, and plow out your driveway. You know, you don't have to do any of that crap. Um, you know, they take care of all the landscaping and all this stuff. But then every now and then they send you letters saying that we don't like what you've done to the place or you need to trim this tree or whatever. And that's on you. Yep. And what it is, is a bunch of Karens that walk around the neighborhood that live here that are on this board okay that nobody knows who they are right but they apparently walk around every now and then and and act like they're walking their dog meanwhile they're taking notes yep and they sent me a letter saying that my house needs to be power washed we need to uh withhold the standards of the community and all this stuff basically telling me that that my place looks like shit and i need to clean it yep and, and you're I, a blight on the on the neighborhood, Harry. Right. And I said, "Are you are you serious? Like, is this for real?" And they're fining me because I didn't respond to apparently the first letter, which I never saw. Yeah. That was a fifty dollar fine. And if I don't, uh, you know, obey to the second notice, they're going to fine me seventy five additional dollars. Mm-hmm. So I emailed the woman and I said, uh, "You know, with all due respect." I was basically like Mikey Miss. Oh, you dropped I, that out of the shit. Yeah, Dude, go, with yeah. all due respect. Right. right. <laughs> Listen, Skip. <laughs> but I basically told her that if I'm getting this letter, every one of my neighbors had better receive the same freaking letter because my house looks exactly like theirs. Yep. Okay. It does not need power washing. I totally disagree. And even if it did, there's no way that I'm fucking power washing the house heading into winter. Mm-hmm. Who does that? Yeah, That's do a springtime spring deal, yep. right? After all the snow and the ice and everything has you know kind of screwed it up. It could be an end of summer cleanup too. Well, but true, not true, but I'm into not doing winter. it in December. No, okay? or November, December, whatever. So that I explained all of that. I haven't heard from him since. Mm. Yeah, I said I'd be happy to revisit uh, the idea of power washing in the spring. 
Joey B says we're going to have a new miniseries on Netflix, Harry yeah. versus the HOA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't want a piece of this. Trust me. <laughs> uh, I, I, I have the same thing. We have an HOA in my neighborhood. Yeah. And I'm on the board, Harry. Oh, you are? Yes. How I got, did you get on the board? The, the old lady was on the fucking board. And she couldn't handle it anymore because she, she can't handle, you right. know, differing opinions, okay. as it were. So I got, she said, you should do the board for, and this, I, I got, all right, I'll do it for the remaining nine months. So I got on the board. I've been on this fucking board for three years. Uh-huh. We had to replace a whole, we had to remediate an entire what, water basin, all kinds of shit. And wow. like half the people in the neighborhood reply to things and vote on things that we want to do and repairs right. to roads or we put out the snow bid or the landscaping bid do we want to get the trees trimmed every other year right all that shit right and we had a few people in disrepair with the uh with the power washing as well uh-huh. because if you live in an area that's got a lot of trees and pollen it gets yeah. on the siding and then it becomes right it gets it, black it looks like shit yeah, black and green yeah. and it's an easy clean with the power washer i mean yeah i mean i don't pay anybody power i just get up there on my ladder with my power washer and <laughs> blast it all off i do it mm-hmm. three times a year i do the deck the whole thing so, uh, but yeah, it's, it, it's ridiculous. It's now, absolutely ridiculous. can you still pee in the driveway at your place, even though you're on the board? Like, what oh, if yeah. somebody caught you peeing outside? Yeah, that wouldn't happen. They would never catch me. No? No. <laughs> I mean, I preferred it. Like, it was great when I lived out in West Bradford and I had all the land. Yeah. Right? Right. Because, I mean, I would literally pull in the driveway from work, like from yeah. a Flyers game at like 1130 at night. Yeah. I wouldn't even go inside. Right. I'd just yeah. go outside and just pee in the, in the yard right yeah. away. Yeah. It's great. You are unbelievable. I'd be watching TV downstairs, and I wouldn't go to the... I'd walk by the bathroom, Harry. Right. To and go piss outside. open up the sliding glass door and just pee outside. Yeah. Oh, I'd take God. a few steps. I'm not peeing like on the stoop. Right, right. You know, I don't want anybody walking through it and tracking it in. Jeez. But I like to go out there, hang trowel, look up at the stars, you know, the whole thing. Beautiful stars. <laughs> you know that. So I got, you know, speaking of Mikey Miss, he was on yesterday with Angelo. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it's still nil-nil in the soccer game, 78 minutes in. All right. Can you just, can you tape that and just loop it every 15 minutes? It's still nil-nil. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey Miss was on with Ange. Yeah. yeah so he, he was on WI Pay for the first time, I think, since 06. Since oh, wow. The, since St. Patrick's Day, I guess it was 06, when he had the altercation with Brian, the uh, producer, the engineer. Oh, out in Ardmore, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he was back on, and you know he was on for like 15 minutes with Angelo talking about you know the old days at WIP, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And I guess his non-competes out. So I guess that's really the, the timing for right. the whole thing. So he was on with him yesterday. Of course, they did th- their podcast together on... Mike did his with Angelo, which was I a heard huge, yeah, huge success. Good. Yeah, but you know, I talk about everything on here. You know that. Mm. So I want to bring this up. So I get this message from Mike last Sunday. This text message, and he and I are in communication once in a while, um, and we get along fine. And he says, just out of the blue, three thirty in the afternoon. Hey, I got this text from a fanatic employee. Did you did you actually do this? And it doesn't say former employee, and I didn't press to find out if it was a former or a current. Mm. So this is the text I got, Harry. He said, this is the text from the employee to Mike. Mm. It said, I know how that company treated you, 
referring Beasley. Mm-hmm. He said, I saw how your coworkers treated you. Parenthetically, Jason Mertiders literally fucked with your mic and told me he wanted to see you in pain, which is insanely bizarre on a very basic human level. I'm just saying. So Mike texts me and says, did you actually do this? Like, did I fuck with his mic so I could see him in pain? How are you going to fuck with his mic, number one? Well, that's my, my first thing I responded to Mike. go, how the fuck would I fuck with your mic? Yeah. <laughs> I said, I have no clue how I would even do that. Right. And I said, I think you know I had your back at every stage on and off the air. And I haven't heard back from him since. And frankly, I don't give a fuck. But some fucking pussy tells him that I was fucking. First of all, when I worked with Mike Harry, you know this. In no way, shape, or form was I creating any technical on or off the air issues no, that you... I would then have to deal with. Right, because there would be it would come down on you, and there'd be more drama, and that would all you know be in your lap. You don't want yeah. that. And and yeah. I did everything I could to avoid right. that shit. Right. I prepared a ton of shit for his shows just so that we didn't have those issues. Right. Dead spots or drama right. or technical issues. I was always like if working. The phones ahead on went us. down, which happened every now and then. Like yep. you had stuff there. Yeah. You know, to fill. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like Joey B says, Wow, Mert's got enemies at WIP. It wasn't WIP, Joey. It was the fanatic. Mm. And so whoever that pussy is, name yourself. Show your face. Cause you're full of shit. Like that's total bullshit. And so I could see Mike in pain? Mm. Give me a fucking break. Whoever that is, is licking Mike's balls and, what's and the just making shit up. <laughs> what's the purpose of that? Like, I don't know. What, they good to, what do they hope to get out of it? I don't, know. I don't know. Mike can't help your career anymore. He's unemployed. Wow. Stop it. Well, he's got the podcast, which is actually good. Good. No, Mike does a great job yeah. on the podcast. It's not. Does, this is nothing against Mike. He does two episodes a week. He does. He works more than we do on this on his podcast. That's ridiculous. Twice a week, man. Yeah, yeah. He's doing Tuesdays and Thursdays during yeah. the season. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, for I mean, so I could see Mike in pain. Mm. What, what kind of bullshit is that? I don't know. Yeah, watch this. I'm gonna fuck with Mike's microphone so I can see him in. Are you kidding me? Hmm. No, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it either. Let's tell the people about Fudge Kitchen. And oh yes, Harry. the official sponsor of the not for of not for long media and <laughs> in the light Aji's, of that <laughs> and the Aji's podcast. The original Fudge Kitchen is a staple of the Jersey Shore. Six locations in Cape May, Wildwood, Stone Harbor, and Ocean City. The original Fudge Kitchen makes all of their fudge on the premises, guaranteeing a delicious product. Stop by and let them know that N4L sent you. But if you're not able to visit in person, it's not a problem. It's a great holiday gift, too. They ship across the United States. So be sure to check them out at fudgekitchens.com, the original Fudge Kitchen shipping fudge and sweet treats across the country. could go for some right now. Hold on, Harry. I'm going to fuck with your microphone to make your life hell. No, you're not. You can't. I I have a Yeti right here. Yeah. What's in it? No, oh, you mean your microphone's Yeti. a Yeti. I thought you had a Yeti, Yeti full of... Uh, no, 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 no. Some vodka crayon. No, no, no. <laughs> it is Friday, Harry, after all. It is. Still scoreless in the 83rd minute. <laughs> Croatia and Brazil. This I offense, mean, I'll tell you. Who's running this offense? Seriously, this Croatia, they're, they're a scrappy bunch.
How many teams are they down to now? I'm, I've kind of checked out on the uh, World Cup. Well, they're in the final eight. Okay. Is it a grade eight? Like <laughs> they the, call it uh, that? Like the, uh, the opening rounds, they have 32 teams, and they play you know three games within their group, as they, they call it. And then whoever, the two, two advance from each group, which makes 16 teams, and then they go down to eight. Okay. Which, that's where we're at right now. All right, since it's Friday, Hair, I want to wrap up this episode. I came up with a little, you know how I like to create the radio games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a lot, this a lot with Mike. You know, yeah. we, do, we do like character analysis where I'd give you the name of a character. You would tell me who played the character and the show or the movie, blah, blah, blah. So in this episode of uh, my game shows, I want to put you to the test. Harry on the hot spot. Okay. All right. And I'm going to give you a name and you've got to tell me. Whether the name that I give you is a Formula One driver or a hockey player. Oh, okay. All right? All right. <laughs> Two things that I love, Formula One and hockey. Right. And and I know you. there's one thing that you love, and that is a great name. Yes. <laughs> so let me give you the first name. Okay. All right? Name number one in Formula F1 driver or hockey player. Let's go with this one, Harry. Nikita Mazepad. Hockey player or F1? Say it again. Nikita Mazepan. Mazepan. I'm going to say that's a hockey player. That would be incorrect, Harry. Wow. He is a Formula F1. He was a F1 driver for a season. Oh, for only one season. He's got to be Russian with the name of Nikita. Yeah, he got booted this year because he was the son of a Russian oligarch. So they they took his ride away right before the season in light of the Russian-Ukrainian conflict. Oh, wow. Boy, they're politically correct in uh, F1, huh? Yeah. Well, his father was like the big dog in a company called Urikali, Mm -hmm. which was their chief sponsor as well. Okay. All right, so you are 0-1 right now. 0-1, yeah. Okay. Uh, Let's go with – all right, let's go with this one. Nelson Piquet. Is he on the PK? <laughs> is it a Formula One driver or an NHL player? I'm going to say that's an NHL player. That would be incorrect, Harry. Wow. He's a Formula One, F- former F1 champ. Really? And his daughter is Kelly PK, the significant other of the current two-time Formula One champ, Max Verstappen. Really? And she's a Bomb. Well, she, I would hope so. Oh, I mean, yeah, he, go on her Instagram, Harry. He's, he's the number one uh, driver in the world. I would hope she, he's dating a bomb. He's making, I think, $61 million in base. Is that right? Yeah. Plus, wow. all, I mean, when you win, too, you get all these ex- extra dough. Jeez. All right, so you have come up short on yeah. two. All right, Nikita Mazepan, the Russian, the son of the Russian oligarch, and, of course, Nelson P.K. See, that sounds not like a PK, French-Canadian name. Not P.K. Subban. No. <laughs> No. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's keep it going. Let's go with, we'll stick with another French name. Pierre Gasly, F1 driver or hockey player? Pierre Gasly. I'm going to say he's a hockey player. That would be incorrect again, Harry. <laughs> he is, Are there any fucking hockey players in see, this See, I feel like if I give you a hockey player, now you're just going to get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
but like a Pierre, I figured there's no way you're going to get it. I don't know any of these goddamn F1 guys. Uh, he he drove the last couple of years for the Toro Rosso team, which which turned out to be, it's like the Red Bull Junior team. He was the Red Bull driver for like a half a season. See, I know what this segment is. This is basically a a way for you to dump all your knowledge on, of F1 onto the to the audience. That's uh, really what this is yeah, about. Yeah, because I'm in the F1 offseason, Harry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's give you this one. Uh-huh. Uh, Formula One driver or hockey player? Dave Keon. Dave Keon, hockey player. That's correct. Now, Dave. who does he play for? He played for the Leafs. He was a great player. I actually played against his sons. Wait, he's not a player anymore? No. these well, are Some of these are not current. Oh. Yeah, like I'm going to give you some old... Well, I mean, you gave me an F1 guy that's no longer an F1 guy. Now you give me a hockey player that's no longer a hockey player. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So you've got, so you're one in three right now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's give you another one here. Let's go with, uh, let's go with Saku Koivu. Oh, that's a hockey player. Yeah. I know him. You know Saku Koivu. Yes. Damn it. I mean, Saku Koivu. Exactly. All right, let's go with this one. Mika Kippersoff. That's a hockey player. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was he, great goalie. I've heard of him. Yeah. yeah, he played for Calgary. He was fantastic. Okay. Went to the cup final Went back in, what was it, 04 when they lost to um, Tampa Bay Lightning. Was that how long that that was? I how thought I could throw that? you off with that because, wow. of, because of the great Formula One champion, Mika Hakkinen. <laughs> You know, <laughs> that, that, he's got to be a Finn. Right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Mika's Finn name. Yeah, that's total Finn. All right, let me give you another Finn then. Hockey player or Formula One driver? Let's go with um, Valtteri Bottas. Oh, Hockey that's player. That's Finnish. a great name, Valtteri. Yeah. Valtteri. That's got to be an F one guy. That is an F. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Raced for the Mercedes team the last couple of years, and then went to uh, uh, Alfa Romeo. Last year. Okay. He's a race Grand Prix winner as well. Alfa Romeo as a team? Yes. Wow. They're back in. Mm. Um, let me give you... <laughs> this is a great one, David. Fred Saskamoose. Saskamoose? <laughs> what? That's <laughs> got to be a hockey player. Yeah, yeah. Where is he from, you He's think, He's from Harry? Saskatchewan. <laughs> yeah, from... <laughs> Saskamoose. Yep. Yeah. Jeez. From Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Moose jaw, Fred Saskamoose. Moose jaw. <laughs> Yes. By the way, ninety minutes in is still scoreless. And there's, only, there's only one minute of uh, extra time, apparently. Is that right? Yeah, which is unbelievable because most of these games there's like eight to ten minutes of of extra time. Uh, yeah. See, that's another problem, Harry. They don't know how much extra time there is. You're playing a guessing game. I need to. I need a countdown. You need f- like a finite number. Like a, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Let me give you this one. Hockey player, F1 driver. Roman Grosjean. Uh, I'm mistaken. That now they're in the second minute of extra time, so there is more. They're just not telling me how much. Oh. Okay, still scoreless, by the way. Now say the, the name name again. Roman Grosjean. Roman Grosjean. That's a hockey player. That would be incorrect. What? Roman Grosjean. He's actually an IndyCar driver now. Former Formula One driver for the Lotus team, and then Haas, and he's the guy that crashed in into the. The barrier two years ago and caught on fire and oh, escaped wow. Roman Grosjean. 
Wow. Now, Lotus, that car, uh, is that an Italian car? I believe so, yeah. Lotus. Yeah. yeah. They're not in the sport anymore. Oh, no, they're not? But they were for many years. Yep, Lotus with, it was Grosjean and uh, a, another Finn that was on the grid, Kimi Raikkonen, who mm. just recently retired. I love those Finnish names. Yeah. Let me give you this one. Hockey player or Formula One driver, Harry? Charles Leclerc. Um, it's too obvious to say hockey player, so I'll go Formula One. Yes, he is the Monegast mm-hmm. from Monaco, and he is a Formula One driver for the Scuderia Ferrari team. No no relation to Johnny Leclerc. They actually spell it differently. His oh, they spelled, do? Yeah, Leclerc. Johnny Leclerc is L-E-C-L-A-I-R. yeah. And Charles Leclerc is Leclerc, basically. L-E-C-L-E-R-C. Oh, that's full French. Yes. Yeah. Um, let me give you... <clears throat> Let's go with this one, Harry. Boris Mikhailov. Oh, Boris. That's got to be a Russian dude, right? Yeah. Yeah, nobody, nobody else names their kids Boris. John Entwistle wrote a song about him, Harry. Boris is the spider. Yeah, <laughs> Boris the spider. It's a great song. Um, I will say he's a hockey player. Yes. All right. So you are six, uh, five yes, correct, six no's. We'll go a couple more here. I'm still under 500. I think you the still. audience is getting a little bored with this. Yeah, well, like, couple, if Nahagian was programming enough. the show, he'd be like, I mean, it just went too long. <laughs> let's go with, uh, all right, let's go with this one. We'll go one more here. This is a all great right. one. And I wish that Tom Burm was on just to say this name and go, da. I mean, Hecky Kovalainen. Hecky Kovalainen. Hockey player or Formula One driver? Hockey is that player. the greatest Tom Burn name ever? Oh, that's awesome. Nah, hockey, I mean, Hecky Kovalainen. Hockey, hockey player. No! no! <laughs> Hecky Kovalainen. Uh, I, Seriously? I would love to hear Bird. Yeah, oh, dude. Hecky Kovalainen, he just passed Rubens Barrichello. Oh, my God. That <laughs> That's a good job. Hecky Kovalainen. Aren't the, didn't, it's crazy, though. Like, the Formula One names and the yeah. and hockey names, Euros, and, oh, yeah. you know, are, are very similar. They are. They really are. <laughs> If I knew anything about Formula One, I might have done better, but I know nothing. See, I got a feeling there when this next season comes, yeah, you're going to be watching more. Because I, if I recall correctly, I got a few texts from you during the Formula One season of you dipping your toe in. Yeah, but I'm not watching that reality show. I couldn't stay with that. Oh, with uh, Need for Speed or whatever. Yeah, whatever it was. Drive to Survive. Everybody raved about it, but I just, I just couldn't stay with it. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, you did you did a fairly nice job yeah. there on Harry on the hot Harry on the hot spot. Um, let's tell the people Harry about uh, our next sponsor. Yeah, having uh, trouble getting enough sleep. You're you're no longer having trouble getting no, enough and I'll sleep. But that's tell a you why in a minute. That's a different medication. But Psalm Sleep <laughs> has you covered. Uh, the scientifically advanced Psalm Stack includes ingredients that are naturally found right in your own body, and sleep is the form. Uh, is the best form of recovery, and it has helped N4L founder and NFL tight end Colin Thompson take his game to the next level. And it's quite simple. All you got to do is drink one serving of Psalm just 30 minutes before bedtime, and your body's going to naturally calm itself down. Other sleep supplements will leave you groggy in the morning, but not Psalm sleep. You're going to wake up feeling refreshed and ready to conquer the day. Make sure to check them out at GetSom.com and use the code G's for 10% off your order. Get Psalm sleep. So I'm yeah. always trying to find a way 
to get better sleep and take care of myself better, right? Mm. Just like mentally. Yeah. Because, I mean, we all need to hit the gym and do all that bullshit and eat better, blah, blah, blah. So I've been doing a lot of research. There's a, a documentary on Netflix called, I think it's called Fix Your ba- Brain or Repair Your Brain. Mm. And it's all about the the, the the use of psilocybin to rewire your brain. That's mushrooms. Magic, Magic mushrooms. mushrooms. Yep, that's the active ingredient that makes you trip. Wow. Psilocybin. And there's a big thing going on now, and it has been decriminalized in a lot of areas are shrooms mm. and psilocybin because they were obviously used for recreational purposes to trip. Mm. Like acid, it's a lot different than acid. Yeah. It's not synthetic, obviously. It grows, right. and there's nothing added to it. It's just a byproduct of a certain kind of mushroom that grows. And so they've done a lot of studies with psilocybin, Harry, and they're finding that it's really helping a lot of people with different mental disorders, anxiety, mm-hmm. depression, all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. They say it rewires your brain. Hmm. And so I'm, I, my brain needs to be rewired after 20-plus years of radio because mm-hmm. it's fucked up. Like socially, I used to be a social guy. I don't even like going out anymore. I don't know if that's just me getting older or what it is. Yeah. You know, I got all kinds of shit that I between these fucking years and I'm trying to fix it. So I've been reading about microdosing. So I got the proper product to do to microdose. Do you know anything about this microdosing? Um, it's about a I, fifth of a, I, a dosage of mushrooms. I do because um, one of my golfing buddies at my club uh, was telling me that he's doing it and he's, they call it California sober. Mm-hmm. In other words, where he stopped drinking this, he stopped drinking for like a week, but he made a big deal. He's, he's going to stop drinking and he's going to start micro dosing. And yep. that was, you know, taking this little tiny bit of mushroom powder. Basically it's like, a you know, they're ground up into a powder. Yeah. It looks like that. Yes, exactly. A capsule. Yeah. And uh, so I have heard of it. I'm not doing it. I won't do it. I did. Well, you mushroom. don't trip. I did mushrooms back in the day a few times. Yeah, you're not going to be out in your yard with your jaw down, going, "Oh, look at yeah. the colors and all that shit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I that. mean, if you take enough of them, you will. Right. But I mean, we've all done that. But so I did a microdose yesterday, and I slept like a brick shit house. Mm. I always felt that the day after I did some sort of hallucinogenic back in my college days that I felt like I had just returned from an all-inclusive vacation. Hmm. Very relaxed. Really? Even though that when I would be on that stuff, I would drink like a well, maniac. Like I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I did the microdose yesterday, and thanks to Riley Cote for helping me out, because um, he's big on the CBD and everything. But these, I'm going to hmm. send you one, Harry. No, I don't want one. Yeah, yeah, I think you no, need to take one. I think you no, need to I rewire and reboot. No, I, I, don't, I don't need any rewiring. You need a hard reset, yeah. Harry. You know who used to say that um, was Bruno. He'd say that he needed to defrag his brain. Oh, he needs more like than a, a defrag, Harry. <laughs> he needs to drop it off at a at one of those repair shops. Right, right, like like Hunter Biden did. Yes. His laptop yes. ended up at a repair shop in Delaware, right? And you may find some crazy stuff on Bruno's hard drive. Oh, yes. <laughs> no doubt about that. Uh, <laughs> you know, he, Bruno goes to Hunter Biden, hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> you want Hunter Biden? Where do you see this? Exactly. 
Ha! You ever seen this hard drive? Ha! Oh, man. Yeah, he'd say he'd put his brain, he'd take his brain out and he'd put it on ice. Yeah. Until the next day's show. Because mm-hmm. he couldn't turn it off. Right. Like, I can't imagine that guy getting tired enough to sleep. I know. Because he's I think just he has, go, go, I think go. He, has, he has sleep issues, I think. Insomnia issues. Probably. Yeah. See, like, he had that and then, like, Anthony at the station when he was doing mornings did not have insomnia issues. Oh, no. <laughs> he remember he'd fall asleep on the couch outside the, we'd be doing the midday show after the morning show uh-huh. and he'd be out there sleeping like a bear because mm-hmm. he, he was up the night before watching dodgers Yo, Padres no, watching or something. the sacramento kings game or yes something. Yeah. <laughs> sacramento kings against the los angeles clippers yeah <laughs> till till 2 30 a.m when he had to do a morning show right, right right and he'd be out there and he'd just be <sighs> and then and then they'd bring in the um the primo tray yeah and you'd eat a bunch of those and a big old bag of barbecue hers chips and then barbecue guy yep (laughs) and he'd just be out he'd just be out cold i was like man dude sleeping like a bear (laughs) uh but yeah he had no problem sleeping no um anything else that you want to get to here on this episode Har? no i think that i think that's it no all right joey b wanted us to play play penthouse versus playboy cover models yeah that's hard yeah, I'm going to say Sonny Leone was a penthouse model. Is that right? Yeah, that's my guess. Sonny Samantha Leone. Foxy has on there, I believe, was Playboy. Yeah, I think you're right. And so was Amy Lynn Baxter, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Sonny you, Leone, that's penthouse. I forget the woman's name. She was the girl who jumped out of the cake in that Steven Seagal movie. Mm-hmm. And she was on the cover of Playboy. I, it started with an S. I can't remember her name. That's the most notable Playboy I think I owned, mm. if I recall correctly. You owned it? I did own it, yeah. Oh, I purchased yeah. it. So you went out and bought it? Yeah, I went out and bought wow. it. Wow. Yeah. That's big news. The skin mags are gone now, though. You know, oh, you I know. You don't need the, the skin mags anymore. They gone by. I mean, that's the, the 90s. Yeah. You know? There's always a good place to stop and get and pick up a good skin mag on the way to Penn State. There was a little... Mm. Oh, there's book. a bunch of adult bookstores on 322. Uh, it, exactly what you're yeah. talking about. Right past yeah. Irishburg. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On your way to Lewistown. Yes. Yeah. I'd be driving up, and i go... And I'd always look in that parking lot, because I'd say, Oh, there's Brandon's car. Or, oh, there's my buddy Matt's car in the oh, parking geez. lot. <laughs> Picking up fresh skin mags. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, I think there was one before you crossed the river and then immediately after you crossed the river. On the right. Yeah. Yes, that's the one. In that brown building with no windows. I can picture it. (laughs) Yes. Right there by Sealands Grove. Sealands Grove. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, so classic. Um, All right, that's going to put a wrap on this episode. We certainly have said enough in this one. And uh, we'll be back next week, another brand new one. And I'm sure that Croatia game is still going to be scoreless when we come back next week. It's actually yes. They 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 were through in ninety four minutes. I think was the total. And it's ninety four WI pay. So they're going to extra time. <laughs> Jesus, I, I was listening to the Eagles game the other day and listening to Merrill, and he has six ways now that he says the letter P. Mm, None of which are P. No. WI pay. Yeah. It's so funny. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Leave us a rating and review. Uh, Harry and I will be back next week for episode 45 of the Ah Podcast. Oh,